Thank you so much for joining us for Ankeny Gospel Church Podcast. On this podcast, you can find sermons, classes, and other resources that continue to invite us into the mission of Jesus and the journey of faith. We hope this is a blessing to you, and if we can help you in any way, feel free to reach out. Well, hello, and good day to you all. My name is Parker, one of the pastors at Ankeny Gospel Church. Welcome to the study notes. In the study notes, we just do that. We go in a little bit deeper into a few things on a text, on a passage, from a sermon, you know, and we just, we do it. So this last Sunday, we started a new series, a new mini series, well, mini series, it's like eight weeks, which, you know, isn't short. Well, it's short. I guess it's kind of short. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We are spending eight weeks in the book of Psalms, and we are tracing one theme. In fact, we're tracing one word through the entire book, and it is the word happy. Uh, the Hebrew word is ashrei. Um, we talked in the sermon about the difference between like happy and blessed, or the two different Hebrew words for blessed. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. Two different Hebrew words for blessed, but we only have one English word, blessed. But the ashrei one, it means like happy or flourishing or content or whole. Um and that's the word that we're tracing and the, you know, the subtitle, whatever the theme of it is just true flourishing. So basically we're taking that one word, ashray, ashray. Um, actually there's another form called Asher and it's where the name Asher comes from. So if you know anybody named Asher, their name actually has Hebrew origin. So there you have it. Um, anyway, we're taking that word ashray or Asher and we're tracing it through the book of Psalms. We started with Psalm 1, which is honestly great because the the first word of Psalm 1 is that Hebrew word ashrei or that Hebrew word happy. So the entire Psalter, all 150 Psalms, opens up with the word happy or blessed, which is actually very significant. There's a thing. There's this thing in biblical studies called the law of first mention, the law of first mention. And what it means is that the first time a word or a theme or a character is mentioned, first mention, that's how it's like defined like throughout the rest of the book. So if you, if you want to look up the word justification, right, you don't go to the end of the Bible. You go to the beginning. Like where was the first time it was used? Because that's probably a good law of first mention. It's like that's probably a good uh, just a good, clean, plain definition of it, right? Uh, whether it's a character, like you want to learn about David, you don't go to the end of his life. I mean, you could, right? And you add nuance to it and character to it and all that stuff. But you want to go to the, you want to find out David's like oomph or like who he is, go to the beginning, go to the first time he's mentioned, the law of first mention. So the very first word in the book of Psalms is this word ashray or happy or blessed, excuse me, too much LaCroix or flourishing. Hmm. And it's the first time it's used. And so the law of first mention says, well, how do we do this? Well, what we're going to do is we're doing exactly that in the series. We're taking this word, ashray, happy, content, whole, flourishing, and we're tracing it through the Psalter. But it starts here in Psalm 1. So what does it mean to be happy? Well, that's the that's the sermon. This is the study notes. I am going to try not to get preachy here because I'm trying to, you know, make this short. But few things... A few things I want to note in this psalm, which are which is just super cool. Basically, uh, here we go. Number one, A to Z. Um, the first word of Psalm one is like I said, that word ashray, and it starts with the the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Aleph. 
which is like a. So it starts with a. And the last word of Psalm 1, guess what it ends with? Or guess what the last word starts with? Z. It's not actually Z, but it's uh, the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Now, this might sound like, okay, what, like, why is that important? But remember what the Psalms are. They're poems. And it's kind of like an acrostic, but it's basically saying, what this is saying is that A to Z, like your entire life, Alpha and Omega, right? The everything about you, if you want the A, the A to Z of life, the ABCs of life, it's in Psalm 1. It's the person who doesn't walk with the wicked, stand with the sinners, sit with the scoffers, but rather delights. And in fact, the last word is the bad word. It's for the word perish, right? Or the, um, let's see, CSB has the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. That word ruin or perish or destruction, that's the Z, that's the last, that's the end. So you have the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the everything all encompassing. If you want to know everything there is to know about life, just read and memorize and meditate on Psalm 1. So that's a little cool little tidbit. Um, second, and I thought this was so, so cool. Verse 1 of Psalm 1. How happy is the person who does not walk in the advice of the wicked. Wicked is plural, so like multiple wicked people. Stand in the path of the sinners. Sinners is plural, multiple sinners. Sit with the company of mockers or scoffers, also plural. So multiple people. So the point here, and in the Hebrew, it's a little, it's not as nuanced. In English, it's more like hidden, but in the Hebrew, it's pretty explicit. The point here is that there's a lot of wicked people. There's a lot of sinners. There's a lot of mockers or scoffers, right? So you have this, this like crowd or this kind of this image of a super, super, super lot of people. That was really bad. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Super lot of people. And what do you see in verse two? Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction. And he meditates on it day and night. Both of those are singular. One thing, Lord's instruction, singular. And meditates on, meditates on it, singular, day and night. In other words, the masses of the wicked, the sinners, the mockers are contrasted with the one thing that you're about. I think of the, uh, the, the beatitude, blessed are the pure in heart. Purity of heart is to will one thing. Basically, what this psalm is saying is that there are two ways here. There's the way of the masses, a lot of people, the plural wicked, the multiple sinners, the plural, right? And then there's the way, oops, so sorry. And then there's the way less traveled. There's the road less traveled. And it's when you delight in one thing and you meditate on one thing. One scholar uh, says this, um, the contrast, here we go. The contrast evokes the idea that the way of the righteous is the road less traveled. It's not an easy or popular choice to make. One who walks in the way of the righteous must struggle against the traffic, buffeting against the currents of peer pressure and group think. Yet in spite of this, it is still the way of happiness. Oh, so good. In fact, that ro- that word um, buffeting against the currents of peer pressure, guess what that reminds me of? The next verse. He is like a tree planted beside the currents, beside the flowing streams. They bear their fruit in the season. The leaf doesn't wither. Whatever they do prospers. So that's pretty cool. So the first thing is the A to Z thing. Just a little tidbit. Second thing is this singular, like the, the way of the righteous versus the way of the wicked. On the way on the way of the wicked, there's a lot of people. The road is wide and many are on it that lead to destruction. But the road is narrow and few are on it that re- lead to life. The Lord's instruction. He meditates on it day and night. Reminds me a lot of the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus is talking about that. 
And then finally, um, where's my notes here? Trees. Trees. Here we go. Trees. Uh, in the ancient world, a tree was a symbol of divine blessing. Divine blessing. Here's a few uh, examples for you. Uh, it was a symbol of the temple where God dwelt, right? Ezekiel 41, 18 specifically talks about um, a tree being like the temple where, and then there's this, you know, these waters flowing from the temple and then it eventually goes into the dead. Excuse me. Wow. That LaCroix is getting to me. That um, the river goes and it keeps getting deeper and deeper and wider and wider. And then it goes into the dead, the dead sea Valley and it makes it alive. Then that starts with a tree, right? Uh, it was a symbol of paradise, Genesis 2, when we have the tree of life. I mentioned that in my sermon on Sunday. It was a symbol of, a tree was a symbol of God's kingly reign and the Davidic king who reigned as God's representative. In Isaiah 11, um, it says that a shoot will spring from the stump of Jesse and a tree from its roots will bear fruit. In Zechariah 6.12, it references that as well. So basically saying like this, oh, guys, this is so cool. Okay, so Davidic king is talked about as a tree that there Israel actually was talked about as a tree. And then in the exile, the tree was chopped down. That's what Isaiah's uh, prophesying. But then he says that it's not over. Like out of the stump of that tree is going to grow another like shoot. That's going to turn into a tree and it's going to have branches on it. And then other branches are going to be grafted in to it. You know who, you know, who says something very similar, Paul, Oh, where does he say that? Romans 9, 10, and 11. Oops. What does that mean? The Gentiles are now grafted in. We are the, the random sticks on the ground. And in and through Christ, we are now grafted in. We can bear fruit. Man, I just like, I think I, think I heard this somewhere. Don't quote me on this if you're listening. Uh, trees are the most used metaphor for humans in the Bible. As in humans aren't compared to anything as much as they are trees. You know, humans are compared to sheep a lot and other things a lot, but not as much as trees. I said that really confidently. I'm pretty sure that's true, but maybe you guys can fact check me and then send me a text or an email. Anyway, um, so back to the Davidic uh, line, the Davidic king. He will be a tree and guess where Jesus is from? He's from Nazareth. What does Nazareth mean? Oh, it means stick town. It means tree town. Isn't that crazy? That's so cool. Um, so trees are, yeah, where God, they represent, a, they symbolize a temple. They symbolize paradise in Genesis 2. They symbolize God's kingly reign and his Davidic king, which we're actually going to talk about this Sunday in Psalm 2. And then finally, trees symbolize Israel's worship of God rather than idols, um, especially in Deuteronomy 16. So anyway, all, all of this to say is if you actually, I think the Bible Project has a theme video on trees and a, like a theme podcast series on trees. If you really are into trees, which you should be if you're a Bible person, uh, you should go listen to that or watch that. I mean, it is just insane the amount of parallels there are between humans and trees, between um, the tree of David and Jesus, the tree of life, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I mean, it's just, oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. So all that to say is the Psalm 1 person, when you avoid the wide path that many are on, you don't walk on it with the wicked, you don't stand in it with the sinners, and you don't sit with all the in the presence of the scoffers and the mockers, but rather you meditate, you memorize, you sit, you haggah, you murmur. We talked about that in the sermon. It just means to literally to repeat over and over and over and over and over and over again in your mouth and in your head 
until you become a tree. And then when you do that, you are like a tree of life who has a source of life and is a source of life. Um, yeah. Here's another uh, scholar that says this. Rolf Jacobson says this. We must identify ourselves with the tree and with God's instructions. Like a tree that quietly, invisibly, constantly receives strength and life through its roots, so we are given God's word as a steady source of life. Mm, so good. Okay, so go be trees, everybody. And um, that's, that's about it, honestly. A to Z, uh, the, sing- the many versus the few and then yeah the tree of life the trees in the bible so oh ooh, sorry one more thing i promise is the last the last thing you can you can stop listening now if you want to but this is really cool okay so there's an idea there's the idea here of meditating on the law of the lord day and night right in psalm 1 i mean it says as much he's like a tree or he delights in the law of the lord and he meditates on it day and night well guess what that phrase meditate on it day and night is used somewhere else in the hebrew bible and it is in joshua 1 Joshua 1, what just happened? Moses just died. They're about to go into um, the land of Israel to defeat all of the enemies of the Lord. And then it says this. This uh, this is Joshua 1, verse 8. This book of instruction, this book of the law, must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully do everything that's written in it, for then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. I mean, come on. That's like, that's Psalm 1. Your delights in the law of the Lord, or the instruction of the Lord and his instruction, you should hagah on it, you should meditate on it with your mouth, you should meditate on it day and night, and then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. And Psalm 1, whatever he does prospers. So I just think that's really cool. There's a huge theme here of just meditation over the course of a lifetime. And then over the course of a lifetime of meditating on the Lord's instruction and the law of the Lord, then you become like this tree who is just immovable and unshakable. So I hope that's encouraging to you. Go and do likewise. Uh, Next week, we're also going to have a study notes one on Psalm 2. So we're going to make some cool connections between Psalm 1 and Psalm 2. So um, cheers. Thanks again for listening, and we pray this was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments about what you heard, our email is info at or you can find us on social media at Gospel. Mm-hmm.